Coming up on today's show, it is the latest news and rumors. This up next on Traveling with the Mouse. Welcome, everyone, to Traveling with the Mouse. This is our news edition, and this is episode number 184 for Thursday, February the 7th. My name is John, and I am joined, as always, by my cohort in crime, Adam. What's up, guys? What was that one? <laughs> That's a, there's a YouTube guy that does that. Does oh, Disney okay. stuff. I don't know. Oh, okay. I was just trying to mix it up. Be a little different. Mix it up. I just thought you were trying to do a famous impersonation. Not really. So, okay. It's I mean, a I guess YouTube guy. I guess he's more famous than most. You're like, I know a guy who knows a guy. <laughs> You know a guy. <laughs> We're in the joint together. <laughs> right. Something anyway. like that. So let's get right into the latest uh, that in the world of Disney. The wonderful world of Disney. Of Can color? we use that? Is that copyrighted? <laughs> trademarked. Probably trademarked. We probably can't even use that. Yo, Disney, 100 bucks now. Uh, well, that's pretty cheap if it's for Disney. <laughs> <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably well, way more than that. You got the discounted rate. Uh, all right, so let's start off with one that I found somewhat interesting just because I remember the probably mid-90s ads and the, that they used to have on the, the radio station that I think no longer exists <laughs> the closer you would get yeah. to Walt Disney World. Do you remember what I'm talking about? Right. It was an AM station, if I'm not mistaken. Like yeah. you would, the, the closer, like if you were driving, I can't remember exactly what area you were able to pick it up, but the closer you got to the Walt Disney World Resort area, there was a radio station that played, I'm going you know, some Disney stuff related World. to Disney. Yeah, yeah. It was, I think it was probably like an hour loop, maybe, mm-hmm. because it, it did seem to get repetitive after a while. There was some funny oh, stuff in there, right? Because you know, they had the guy with the classic Disney voice. You know, that was talking something like this: the Walt Disney World Resort. Right. You know, but it was. I remember they did a skit where Donald says something like incoherent, and he's like. What did he say? Oh, yes. I remember <laughs> we always used to say that, yeah. But anyway. The voice show now um, hearing is was, Richard Kiley. We spared no expense. Yeah. There was a um, song, right. though, that was usually played every so often during that yes, um, that I was singing. Uh, program. They actually have merchandise that it doesn't really go along with it so much as it does what they always ask sport athletes because it's happened at All-Star Sports Resort. But uh, because they have some that say, what are you going to do next? Right. But um, what I'm thinking of is that I'm going to Disney World. You know, there was a little song that was on that radio program that would play every so often. And I actually have I have a clip of it. Maybe um, so maybe we can we can put it add that to the show. Brings back a lot of memories. Yeah, I mean, you would hear that song. We just we're, we're fond of it, I guess, because we heard it going down there when we were, you know, teenagers and your case younger. Yeah, somewhere, <laughs> so, yeah, in the nineties. That range. So. It was in the nineties when that one was done. You could tell by the way it sounded. It was pretty much a nineties. Yeah, it sounded very nineties. So anyway, it was just kind of neat that I thought they had a shirt that just said, "I'm going to Disney World," 
um, because they also have the what are you going to do next because, you know, they used to always ask that to, to the athletes. Sports champions, especially in the 80s when they started doing it. There's a segue to a news story you could <laughs> throw in. Speaking of Super Bowl. Okay, speaking yeah. of the Super Bowl, um, what? Julian Edelman and Tom Brady were at Walt Disney World on the February 4th, the day after the Super Bowl, because they won the Super Bowl, and that's what you're supposed to do, right? I'm going to Disney World. Right. You know what's funny is I remember seeing, I think it was, it was either Inside the Magic or the Diz that posted this. I happened to come across yeah. the article for this. And there were like people giving angry faces. <laughs> right. I was like, are they, are they are they angry that the Patriots won, or they're angry at the fact right. that they won and they decide to go to Disney after? I mean, it's just right. ridiculous. <laughs> like, did what are you, you angry about? Did you see some of the official Disney parks uh, videos that they released of this? Though it's pretty ridiculous. No. Tom Brady, well, Brady and Edelman lightsaber fighting with Jedi robes on is the oh, most wow. hilarious thing you'll ever see because they didn't connect once when they were trying to lightsaber fight. So I've not seen that. I can't wait until somebody online does a where it makes it look like real lightsabers and they just are fanning each other with it. But apparently. They got a tour, a backstage tour of Galaxy's Edge. At least that's what one of the news outlets said. So that's cool. You know, you win the Super Bowl, you get a sneak peek of Galaxy's Edge. And they were in the parade. There was a parade that uh, Mickey was in his little football uniform. And they got to go down Main Street on a parade float. So whoop de doo I just thought it was funny. I was like, you're angry that they're going to Disney World? So it seemed like I was thinking. I was like, <laughs> it's kind of crazy. Worse. Yeah. It's like, it's like, how dare you? Is it because you're not? I mean, <laughs> what's the deal? I don't know. I mean, that's just crazy to be angry over such a thing like that. Well, pretty yeah. soon, if the prices keep going the way they are, you'll have to actually win the Super Bowl to be able to go to <laughs> Disney World. But be able to afford it. We'll see. Uh, Anyway, all right, so you can move into the story you really wanted to do. All right, so the story I really wanted to do was it's rumored now that Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway will also be coming to Disneyland Paris at some point. So it's already been rumored that it's coming to Disneyland in California. They're going to put it somewhere in Toontown. Of course, it hasn't even opened at Hollywood Studios yet. It's going to open later this fall. And they're already talking about it going it into Fantasyland between Star Tours and Small World. So it's kind of between Tomorrowland and Fantasyland. But in that, there's like a little backstage area there that they're going to put it in. So it's already rumored that it could be coming also to Disneyland Paris. So if this is true, they are very much putting all their eggs in this basket of, you know, it's going to be a great attraction. <laughs> so it better be good at this point. They're very excited about it, obviously. You, you, do, you, do you think it's coincidental that this rumor comes up on the heels of the announcement that Rock and Roller Coaster was going to be closing in Disneyland Paris? Of course, that seems like the wrong place because, I mean, you have a roller coaster in there unless you're going to totally dismantle and make it totally different just seems yeah. like a lot of money to spend on it instead of just, you know, repurposing a building. You know what I mean? Like, 
they repurposed the great movie ride, but that's a little different yeah. um, than repurposing a building that houses a roller coaster in it. Unless they're going to make it like Mickey and Minnie's Extreme Runaway Railway <laughs> that would be over fun. in Disneyland Paris. <laughs> yes, I mean, I don't, I didn't think the rumors were that it was going there. So, no, it doesn't really give specifics. I mean, although it's they are talking about revamping the Walt Disney Studios in Paris. So yeah. It's in the studios here, or it's in yeah, it's in Hollywood studios here. So yeah, you know, it kind of makes sense. I mean, that area, Disneyland Paris, is rumored to be a Marvel area. So yeah, I, I was gonna say it's actually already purposed for an Iron Man attraction, but I was just you know I had to throw in that extreme joke. But gotcha. anyway, that is kind of fun. It would be funny if they were just like wanting it to be. <laughs> That's really a runaway roller coaster, zero to uh, 57 miles an hour in two seconds. So, no, it's not. I mean, for those of you that are already that have listened to the first few seconds of this and you're like, no, I already know what's going there. It's Iron Man. Right. Or you guys are, yes, I know it's Iron Man. The Disney Paris. <laughs> in gotcha. Disneyland Paris. So, next story. Thank you. Well, since we mentioned the Iron Man thing, I uh, don't feel any reason more to mention more of that because there's nothing we know any more about it right now. Right. But. Maybe since we're still on the subject of rock and roller coaster in a way, because we mentioned it, how about the fact that the fast pass entrance is going to be moved for Lightning McQueen's Racing Academy? I don't know where it's going to go. To be quite honest with you, is there, I mean, how are they going to move it? Yeah, it looks like they're just shifting it over to the left. But I are they I eliminating single rider? I doubt it. I think they're just going to shifting things around to make room for folks to get back to that new area. Are they going to merge the single riders and the fast pass plus together? <laughs> or maybe they're not expecting quite as big a line of fast pass plus since another announcement we'll talk about later, but well, this is a kind of a big story that happened last week and that was over at Disneyland, California, a California man. It says had some cognitive disabilities climbed out of Space Mountain during the uh, initial lift hill while it was in motion. The uh, restraint was still you know, in its closed position, so the person had to maneuver quite a bit to get out. And uh, once they realized you know, what had happened, they shut the ride down, and obviously they, they got him off the ride. It, the person was not hurt, but had to leave the attraction closed the rest of the day, it said. And it did reopen the following day. Thankfully, nobody was hurt. And I don't think, you know, any charges or anything were filed because of the, the person had a disability. So, crazy story, though. Well, from my understanding, he had enough understanding and sense to get help for himself after he was discovered, right? Like, he, was, he actually yeah. walked to the first aid or wherever it was right. they... It took him, so... The rumors went crazy after this, and I see a lot of tweets here about people saying, oh, someone fell off the... fell out of the ride during, you know, during the ride. Of course, it's going to go, you know, to the extreme whenever right. half-truths get out there, but... Well, didn't I happen. mean, yeah, I was going to say, as the police person says, his quote was actually, he didn't fall out. He had to maneuver himself around the safety mechanism. Yeah. So... And it did say he had cognitive disabilities. Climbed out of the train in the dark during a slower por- portion. Right. While it was making its initial climb. So, <laughs> yeah. 
one thing about that too, maybe it wasn't as tight as perhaps it should have been. And I'm sure there's been plenty of times where a cast member would look at that. As long as it's not any danger of someone getting out, they're probably not going to say anything about it. Cause some people would probably rather it be a little looser than they would, you know, it don't have to be like flat up against your thighs or anything like that in order for it to be safe. Yeah. So yeah, I probably mean, a one time deal. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. I mean, this sort of thing could happen, but I don't think you can really get upset over something like this. So, right. Just it would. What it, is. it wouldn't surprise me though if they did take some sort of like an alternative safety measure to and implement it there. So, yeah. I mean, usually things like that when it happens, they might they might like have bit more restraints in the future or right. something. They might do something because. It is. They are using the same restraints that's been in place since the attraction was established, or the same type of safety mechanism that yeah, was in place since it was established. Kind of yeah, and it's, and again, it was it was all that was really necessary because it doesn't go that fast for one thing. Even though it seems like it in the dark and it does jerk a lot, but it's not one of those things where it's going at a speed where it could literally throw you out or anything at any point. So it, it was it's sufficient. Yeah. I mean, for however many thousand guests have gone through and not gotten around it, you know what I mean, or not even yeah. attempted to. So, yeah, yeah. Or, I said thousands, at this point, millions, maybe even in the billion. Okay, so, again, following along with that, right next door to the Space Mountain in Walt Disney World is going to be another coaster. You know, maybe, maybe you've heard of this one. Tron, roller coaster in Magic Kingdom. Really? And it seems that Coastal Steel, Inc. has filed permits to install ride steel it's coming along, so at least they have the permit in place to do steel work over there, so pretty cool. The work officially started February the 6th and claimed the work will be complete by August 16th, 2021, barring any delays. Nice. So that sounds like it would be open around that time, yeah. maybe. Maybe a month or so of testing, so this could actually open October 1. I think that's the, the idea. Yeah, that's I think probably, that's the idea yeah. for them, probably. So, yeah, yeah, maybe a soft opening a few days early, but officially. I gotta be, yeah, I gotta be honest. I think they're doing that on purpose because from the time they announced it, they had started like breaking ground and making preparations and stuff. They probably could have had it done almost by now if they really wanted to. If they'd hmm. started on this uh, as soon as they announced it, yeah. but I think they purposefully were trying to make this for. Uh, 2021, and probably right. the same with Guardians and Ratatouille and things like that. You know, I think they were purposely trying to have it open just in time right. for the um, 50th. And I've seen some photos of, of recently, last few days of you know, like from the People Mover. You can see like they have cleared out a lot of land there. Even in the last few weeks, they've just continued to just cut down trees, clear land, level land, especially right up next to where the old uh, speedway and the and the railroad tracks were. So they're really, really uh, making a lot of progress on this, getting this going. So I just hope the railroad opens back up. You know, we don't have a date for that yet. I'm hoping it does open back up this year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Here's a quick story that happened last week. The Disney 
released a couple of new dates for the VI Pass Holder events. But they released two of these dates, and it's very similar to like an after-hours event or something, but you only get two hours. No free food and all that good stuff. But you can buy food, and the event is open to gold, platinum, platinum plus, and premier pass holders only. So basically silver is the only category left out of that. You have to register for them, which by now they're already completely full, I'm sure. They last time they did this, they filled up within like two hours. They were all done, but you had to go to a uh, special uh, site to register. The dates for this were uh, February 26th, coming up from 10 p.m. to 12 a.m. at Magic Kingdom. You can have 25 different attractions along with character meets, and Epcot will be March 21st from 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. And they have, uh, it, the, the interesting thing about the Epcot one is it says that the Flower and Garden Festival booths will remain open for this. So you will get to uh, have some crowd-free Flower and Garden Festival you know, food or merchandise even for, for the Flower and Garden Festival. So that's pretty cool. It's already full, so don't bother trying to uh, sign up now. If you missed it, you missed it. But those events <laughs> uh, are kind of cool, I guess good thing they're they don't cost anything additional for pass holders so that's kind of a neat thing that they're doing but like i said people get mad because they they book up super fast and disney just sends an email randomly in the middle of the day and says hey this event's open book now and then by the time people actually notice it it's already full so all right moving along guest experience teams will now be available through late spring at the magic kingdom as you know, back in December, there was a time period, I think we mentioned this on one of the other news episodes, that um, it was from about, from December the 16th until mid-January. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be like a test, I guess, about using these guest experience teams. Oh, yeah, that's right. But now they're going to be available, like, you, like we said, through uh, the spring. You can tell experienced team members are different because they wear completely blue shirts and they, uh, right. they float around the park, but... There are locations in which they can be found until 11 p.m. daily. And um, this is, by the way, just Magic Kingdom thus far. Right. Um, I don't know if they're going to be doing it um, at other parks or tested at other parks, perhaps, when it's all said and done. But, I mean, you can do things like um, booking, modifying, and recovering FastPass Plus selections. You know, if you're having trouble with the app, you're having trouble with your Magic Bands, you know, things like that. You could address it with the these uh, cast members. Yeah. So uh, they can be found on Main Street USA at the Castle Hub, Tomorrowland near Stitch's Great Escape, uh-huh. Fantasyland along Castle Wall near Enchanted Tales with Bill, Frontierland across from Pecos Bill, Tall Tale Inn and Cafe at the Golden Poke outside. Golden Oak, Golden Oak <laughs> like, wait Post, okay. Golden Oak, the Golden Poke. Golden Oak Outpost <laughs> near Jungle Skipper Canteen. So those are the areas where you can get the huh. um, guest experience team cast members. So. That's a pretty cool idea, but uh, yeah, maybe I'll have to try and make a mental note to look for them if I need them. Right. I mean, I, I can't think of situations in which I would, unless maybe my magic band's not working, maybe I could just go to them and see if they can take care of that. Um, outside of that, I mean, I pretty much could do the rest for myself. I mean, 
But there's plenty of people out there that will need assistance, I'm sure, especially, you know, the 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 non veterans that probably need assistance. So right. there you go. So there's a quick story uh, update that this hardly deserves mentioning, but it's over near the new entrance to Hollywood Studios and Art of Animation, Pop Century, that road, that Victory Way and Osceola Parkway. They continue to do a lot of construction there for a new overpass. They, you know, Disney's been widely uh, expanding their uh, efficiency of their roads because of the increase in crowds and especially the new Magic Kingdom overpass where you can bypass the toll plaza if you're staying at one of the resorts or if you're going to one of the resorts for anything makes it a lot faster to get to and from and this is another one of those where they're improving the roads but as of right now it uh, has a lot of construction down that way so if you're staying at art of animation pop century caribbean beach or going to hollywood studios by car just be aware that this uh, intersection is undergoing quite a bit of road work and construction, so just be aware of that. All right. So as we have, this is something we have touched on before about automated fast pass cameras. Uh-huh. Um, they are now installed at Town Square Theater. Um, the automated cameras will take your picture instead of the regular photographers. Mm. I don't know exactly how this works. You would think that would just like do they automatically do it when you when you are posing, I guess. And and, and it looks like from the photos I'm looking on this one in particular, it looks like they also have a regular photo pass person they're taking as well for the time being. So I'm wondering if they do both just to get the maybe they're adding cameras to get the best shot. Because I don't see where it's just you know just the cameras. You know what I mean? It looks like there's also Unless this particular gentleman that I see in the way here is not a PhotoPass person, but he's sure definitely wearing all the gear, hmm. like the PhotoPass cast members do. It's for the Pixie Hollow meet and greet is where this one is uh, okay. stationed. I see. Just so you know. People have had some mixed feelings on that. They always immediately, just like with any other place that ever puts in an automated, they're like talking about taking people's jobs away. Right. I don't know to how true that is because you know the people make the argument with McDonald's and yet I every time I drive through the one around here it says that they're hiring so I mean obviously they still need somebody to do something right I mean I don't know who they're replacing but <laughs> but they're still hiring so they need something I mean is this one of those things where they're going to take pictures in addition to a photo pass photographer just so you have an extra like See, I don't know. The idea case. with the the idea with the automated ones is that it it's like taking pictures yeah. faster than a person can, so it's getting a better chance of getting that moment, All the perfect moments, moment. Yeah. yeah, I have to admit, there's the, when you have small kids. I've seen this, like for example, the Mickey meet and greet. The last time we did it was a month ago. My son was scared of Mickey to start with. My one and a half year old, and then. Towards the end, he was warming up to him, but that was after the photographer was already like, "Okay, I'm, I'm checked yeah. out here. I'm going for the next person." As we're, <laughs> and my son started blowing him kisses, and I'm like, "I want I, that would have been an awesome that picture." Great, and then right? Mickey yeah. reacted, and but no, photographer was done. Didn't even look up. <laughs> I was like, "Come on, man!" Like I and I, I was trying to get stuff, so I couldn't get my phone yeah. out in time. So yeah. anyway. 
That, I just this... had an image of I just had an image of the uh, the cast member like going like, and I'm spent. <laughs> I mean, like Austin Powers, yeah. <laughs> they just threw the through the camera. That's basically what it felt like. When it's like, oh my gosh, he's blowing kisses to Mickey, and no, okay, didn't no, make it. <laughs> nothing. Scan the band. Move on. All right. So here's something that will upset you if you are planning. Okay. <laughs> well, that's me personally. <laughs> well, yes, you. I'm saying, well, you are going during this time period, but if you were staying at Yacht and Beach Club during the uh, time period between August and, say, like November, December time frame, the uh, Beaches and Cream Soda Shop is going to be closed for three months starting in August for a lengthy refurbishment yeah i wonder what they could be doing there unless they're if they're trying to figure out a way or maybe potentially expanding it that would be awesome yeah if they were making it a little bigger it'd be great yeah so we don't really know why but it does say that during the closure there will be a temporary location to serve ice cream at the beach club so at least you'll be able to get some ice cream but it won't be the full menu i would think I kind of hope that they don't put that in the beach club's food area along with their shopping and everything because, man, that'd be quite a hike for people at the Yacht Club. Yeah, it would be. To get there. So, So, yeah, it doesn't say exactly where the temporary location will be. It just says it will be at beach club. So, interesting. But if you're planning on going during this time frame, you're staying at Yacht Beach, just be aware it will be closed. Alrighty then. Just kind of a quick blip before I move into the next one. There's been more progress seen or photos from the uh, space restaurant in Future World that I believe this particular one that I'm looking at looks like it comes like from riding test track. <laughs> you can see oh, some of the right. progress from from yeah from it onboard test like, track. Yeah, it's coming along very fast because I remember not too long ago we were talking about oh they're starting like clearing the area for it and tore down a few walls from the old HP lounge now it's like vertical walls and everything's like ready to be enclosed already the there's a new look coming to mobile mobile order experience at Disneyland Resort and soon to be at Walt Disney World as well more photos of menu items so I guess maybe that's a big thing about it new icons Looks to be maybe a little easier, perhaps, to maneuver. I mean, not not that it was difficult before, but I think they're just making it a little more user-friendly. All right, moving along. So Peter Pan has returned after a month-long refurbishment. Uh-huh. Good. Doesn't look as though there's anything in particular from you know the guest perspective. Maybe yeah. um, it's just like been freshened up a good bit. I personally would have wished that they would have added some of the effects that they've added to some of the Disneyland one at least. But they could have maybe enhanced it some more. Yeah. We were but, hoping but um, didn't expect yeah. it much. Alas, it did not happen. Yeah. So Fresh coat of paint is what it sounded like mostly. Yeah. <laughs> Which they do need that every now and then. It's still pretty yeah. neat after you do that. So For sure. At the Super Bowl, did you see the brief Toy Story 4... I guess you'd call it a trailer, but it was basically a scene from Toy Story 4. At the, uh, It happened right at the very end. I was waiting the whole game because I saw early on that Toy Story 4 was like a sponsor of 
this year's Super Bowl, so I was surprised when, you know, I didn't see anything until literally the game was over. And then the first commercial break was this Toy Story 4 sort of trailer, but like I said, it was basically a scene from Toy Story 4. Didn't reveal a whole lot that we didn't know already, but it was funny. You know, it was interesting. I, I, who knows if this is a, even part of the a final film, but it was a funny little scene. So, got to see Key and Peele's characters and Buzz Lightyear being strapped to a, uh, like a uh, prize wall for a, like a carnival state fair kind of amusement facility. I don't know what you call it. Right. <laughs> so... He was like zip tied to the wall and uh, they were poking fun at him. So uh, it looks interesting that kind of, it also revealed Bo Peep, which we knew uh, was some concept art that she was, you know, in it. And so that she's back. So Bo Peep apparently wears a cape and lost her bonnet. Yeah. She looks very different. She's back and better than ever in 2019. So she's now super peep. Yeah. Looks like it. (laughs) So there you have it. Yeah, and, uh, you know, there were other Disney films or Disney-associated films that got spots in there, like Captain yep. Marvel and Endgame. So there's yes. Marvel got its got its uh, share in there. Anyway, going along with that, um, Planet Hollywood Superstore is now closed at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Now, I did um, usually browse through this one. I don't think I've ever actually bought anything in there. But I did. Uh, one of the things I enjoyed seeing when going through there is I did have... Um, usually it's like some statues and mannequins of different things that they changed out every so often. Mm-hmm. What we've heard or what we've, it's believed will happen there is it's going to be an expansion for the legends of Hollywood shop. Mm-hmm. So they're just maybe going to make that the one that's next door to it. So I maybe going to expand that area maybe, which would make sense. And it makes me wonder, is Disney cutting its ties with planet Hollywood? I mean, the restaurant's still there currently, isn't it, if I remember right? so Yeah, I mean, they had just reopened it a couple of years ago Yeah, and revamped it. So. I just don't think it's done particularly well, yes. maybe? I could be wrong. I never liked it, to be honest. I, I was never a fan of the restaurant. I've eaten there at least once, maybe twice. Yeah. I can't remember. I just remember... Like, even 10 years ago, you could always find some sort of a discount or something there. Yeah. So it makes me think, I mean, if it's doing well, you don't really have to throw this many discounts mm-hmm. out, you know. It, especially at random, because anybody could have gotten that discount. You didn't have, I mean, it was yeah. like any any hotel, pretty much. Yeah, back when they like sent you those voucher books before yeah. your vacation, Planet Hollywood was always in there. So. Yep. That's what it makes me think. I'm thinking, like, I wonder if maybe they're finally slowly but surely cutting ties with them, so. Yeah, just a thought. Maybe that's another rumor I'm starting. Yeah. So. Well, hopefully they do, honestly. But anyway. Okay. So construction has begun on the new hotel building that will be part of Swan and Dolphin. It is basically taking over the tennis courts for Swan and Dolphin, which is right next to the Fantasia Gardens mini golf course. If you uh, aren't familiar with the location, it's directly across the street from Swan Dolphin, really close to World Drive at this point. So this this new hotel building, is it can't be that big. I mean, obviously it was only, I think, 300 rooms or something along those lines. So it's not going to be a whole lot of an addition, 
but it is going to be new rooms and I guess Swan Dolphin will no longer have tennis courts unless they're going to try and relocate them somewhere but construction has begun walls are up and it looks like they're starting to clear the area for groundbreaking on this new hotel sweet <laughs> we shall see <laughs> we shall if see if it's sweet or not I bet you anything it won't be as ugly as Swan and Dolphin on the ex- on the exterior. Yeah, well, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope not. It won't be as gaudy as Swan and Dolphin. Okay. Because there's not enough room. Yeah. Interesting. So, smart speakers currently being tested in Disney's Yacht and Beach Club resort rooms. Hmm. This is definitely different. It sounds totally in line with what Disney would like to do as far as knowing more about their guests and what they want, if you know what I mean, um, being able to listen in to what they <laughs> exactly. have to say as people talk about these sort of things. But also collecting the data on the questions that people ask could be interesting to know like what do guests want to know when they're sitting in their room. True. And I don't know. I mean, if they're wanting to do things, if they're playing with doing things like unlocking the resort door somehow if you, you know can what I'm yell saying? through the door open the door <laughs> <laughs> that would I mean, be i don't know maybe using the app like you know enter, yeah. like enter you know like your phone has a speaker on it well maybe using you the can app already just push a button recognize. and unlock your door with your phone yeah but Sorry. asking for things like you would alexa for instance like right. wait time what is the park arrival times yeah i mean that yeah. would be kind When's of the next neat. bus coming it's like having your own personal Disney expert, I guess, in your room. Yeah. It's um, an interesting idea. Of course, they're going to use it to listen on guests, though, but, you know, it's an interesting I wonder, idea. I wonder what kind of voice would the Disney speaker, smart speaker, have? Like, would they go with a classic, like, monorail guy voice, or would they go with a character, or would you have options? That's... I mean... That would be the brilliant thing about this. Yes. Is if they had options where you could pick like Goofy, Mickey Minnie Captain Jack exactly there you go get Johnny Depp to record (laughs) one (laughs) that would be interesting though because you could just be like hey Goofy what's the park hours today he's like well the park hours for Magic Kingdom are (laughs) you know that would be awesome wouldn't it that would be hilarious Uh, Yeah. so that would be amazing if they were able to come up with that kind of technology People would love that. Hmm. Yeah, that would be amazing. Because I mean, it could it could be interesting. For they sure. could have their own home device and sell it in stores, and I'd buy it because I mean, who doesn't want Mickey reading you the news every day, or telling oh. you the weather or whatever? Okay, that would be hilarious. Anyway, rumored a reopening date for Phantom Manor at Disneyland Paris. We've talked about this numerous times on the show because this has been like the longest refurbishment for a ride ever it keeps getting delayed over and over again but now it finally looks like it may open in may of this year may 11th is what it looks like it will be based on an instagram post someone had a a photo that shows something about the attraction on May 11th, Phantom Manor, it says. So, hopefully, whatever this photo is that someone posted is correct, and it'll finally open because it has been down for over a year. 
well over a year at this point, and by the time it opens, it'll be a year and a half refurb. So, did they take everything apart and put it back together again? <laughs> For it's like, I don't know what why, why it would take so long, but hopefully yeah. it's good. Yeah, I have. Yeah, I don't know. So there you have it. Hopefully it will open finally. May for 11. as long, yeah, for as long as that was, I would hope you would notice something different. <laughs> exactly. Hopefully <laughs> it's, it's not just done. took them that long to paint it like they did Peter right. Pan. Right. I hope you would no- have this would be noticeable in some way, even <laughs> if it's if it's enhancing the animatronics in there, even yeah. if it's just that. I mean, that would well, be... they they did they did confirm that it's Vincent Price is they're going back to that narration, so that's going to be cool. Interesting. Which is cool. Okay. So, anyway. So I came across this one about that I found interesting in a way, and especially how they could maybe potentially use this, about a patent for um, robotic stunt performers, essentially, that Disney has decided to, to do. Um, it seems as though Disney may have turned a corner in... Uh, the technology that involves this with a robot inertia shifting assembly providing spin control during flight, it says. Mm, interesting. So it says that the robot will be able to calculate its height and distance to its landing point along with angular velocity while in flight, controlling spin so that it may stick the landing in a potential predetermined pose. Hmm. So it will allow Disney to use robots to perform stunts that are basically too dangerous for people, um, potentially. Uh, that would be a little bit freaky at the same time, <laughs> yeah. I would think, being able to see a robot that's quite that. I mean, they're already doing very lifelike right. animation and animatronics with some right. of their upcoming attractions, especially that one that they're making Beauty and the Beast is supposed to be for, is it Shanghai? So, I mean, uh, just Tokyo, the stuff you've seen. Or maybe it's Tokyo. Yeah, it's Tokyo. Um, but this stuff you see in the early stages of that looks amazing. Wow. So, yeah. You know, some things that have been suggested is maybe since they'll have in their parks abroad, like Spider-Man. Oh. You know, being able yeah, to do stuff with sense. him. Yeah. Yeah. So, it would maybe. be interesting to see what comes out of this. Yeah. But they have a patent, so. Well, we know it won't be Spider-Man yes. in Florida, but maybe they'll read do the Indiana Jones stunt show with robots? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't know. Well, they'll be able to do some of these stuff that you can't do. <laughs> exactly. With, with humans, I guess. Like Indy superhuman. Yeah. Well, like he is in the films. Last story that I have is a quick one. If you are a, are a Return of the Jedi fan and you are planning to go to Hollywood Studios in the next short time period from now... You will be sad to know that currently the speeder bike from Return of the Jedi, the photo op, is currently behind walls, maybe never to return, question mark, because it looks like this whole, you know, Grand Avenue and expanding for this area is going to be the entryway for uh, Galaxy's Edge for all guests. They're going to... I think they did this with Pandora, too. They're going to funnel everyone in through the Grand Avenue entrance and funnel everyone out through the Toy Story Land exit to make that, well, entrance slash exit. They're going to make that the only way out to start with, and the only way in is going to be through um, Grand Avenue. So they're either widening this path or something and making it straighter, perhaps, for the long line that's inevitably going to be 
guests waiting to enter Galaxy's Edge. So hopefully it'll be back, but we don't know. It's kind of sad. Maybe it's another collateral damage of this expansion of Hollywood Studios. So I know I've gotten my photo on that speeder many times. So Oh, yeah, yeah. Lots of times. I remember when they had the cell barge out in front of the oh, old Star Tours as yeah. well. So, the main sail barge. Which I don't know where it is now. Well, didn't they oh. move it to the back lot briefly? Well, they did. It was back then, there. But where is it now? There's no back lot. So right, maybe they, so probably, surely it's not going to be in Galaxy's Edge. No, I think not. That would be cool if it... I mean, it could end up on Batu somehow, right? That'd be cool. Maybe. I doubt it, though. Some, have some kind of backstory behind it. That would be cool, though. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Sad. So we're going to top this off by the, with a topic, I think, that uh, will be one that we'll discuss a little more in depth to, to finish this off with. Because it does involve something that I know I honestly had not thought about before, which I probably should have because I didn't really think of it as a thing. Because right, okay. personally, anytime I ever make a reservation at Walt Disney World, I don't cancel it. Yeah. Or at least not, you know, for good. Right. We've been known to change resorts right. a lot. <laughs> Both of us have, but but we have not uh, canceled. I, I've never canceled one. I couldn't tell you the last time I made a choice and stuck with it, to be quite honest with you. I've always ended up changing it for some reason. I don't know why. I always keep thinking. <laughs> Interesting. Like, oh, this is available now. So maybe, you know, I'm always thinking about it. So I, I'm pretty sure because I've never done my current choice, I'm going to stick with it. Yeah. And check it out and just, just, just go, man. So, yes, it was news made just within the last few days that uh, FastPass reservations will be deleted whenever you cancel a Walt Disney World hotel reservation. I didn't even know this was a thing, to be quite honest, but it does explain a lot. Right. Because guests apparently were abusing it. What they would do is they would book a hotel and act like they were actually going to stay there. Then when that 60-day window hit, or it might have been all around the same time, the 60-day window hits for FastPass. Well, they book all their FastPass, and they... I don't know if they did it immediately, but at some point they canceled... Yeah. Their room reservation, but the fast pass actually selections that they made remained yeah. in that sixty day window and then they would go probably book somewhere cheaper or not at all. They may have actually been local and and done such a thing. Right. Yeah, so that's how probably Florida resident pass holders could take advantage of the sixty day window, just make a reservation at a hotel right. and then cancel it and keep the fast passes. Well, I don't but I don't know. I mean I'm curious because you know, your ticket, it kind of makes sense now because your ticket is separate from your hotel in that you you apply a fast pass to your ticket and your hotel reservation doesn't necessarily, the only thing it gives you is a, a longer window to book one. So, I don't know. I guess I could understand why they wouldn't automatically get rid of your fast pass selections by canceling a resort, but I'm glad that they're doing this, I think, because... You know, personally, I I was looking for fast passes on a specific day anyway, like for next month. And when I looked at it on February fourth, a lot of fast passes became available for different things. Like, for example, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train was available on that day when I looked on February fourth, and Space Mountain, Splash Mountain, several things at Magic Kingdom were available. 
So this is definitely opening up fast passes. So a lot of guests must have been doing this. <laughs> kind of surprising to me. Well, I actually applaud this move, and I think it's only fair, basically, um, yeah, because people that are paying the money to stay with Disney deserve the advantage of actually having the 60-day window. I think it's a good thing. So, yeah. I mean, if you're truly going to stay with them, then yes, you deserve that 60-day window. Now, I guess my question is, they say they fixed the loophole because after February 4th, they're going to start canceling. So, at what point, like if you cancel, do you does do your fast passes drop? Like if you cancel the day before, do your fast passes automatically drop? Or Maybe, you, yeah. you see what I'm saying? Like yeah. the closer you get to it, like no matter when you cancel, the fast passes get dropped. Pretty right. much, it sounds like. Yeah. Because everybody else gets a 30 day window. Mm-hmm. So once it gets inside of 30 days, do they just not care? Well, no, I don't think so. I, I feel like if you cancel a reservation, your fast passes are going to be canceled no matter what, no matter when you do it. Now, because you because you took advantage of the 60 day window and thus got the earlier time or what yeah. have you. Yeah. Exactly. And I think that this might actually open up more hotel rooms, I hope, because if you're trying to book resorts, and a lot of people were apparently doing this, they're booking up discounted rooms. Especially if you were looking to book somewhere close to the 60-day window for a certain time period, you know? Yeah. And you're looking at that time period, and, like, nothing's available where you wanted and you're wondering, you know, once you get there, you're trying to you're trying to figure out how. I mean, how in the world is this even possible <laughs> based on the number of people I see here? How was all this stuff uh, booked up? You know, right? But it like, apparently there were a lot of people, or enough to for them to do something about it, uh, booking the resorts and then canceling. And that probably explains why some of these that weren't available earlier were available closer to the actual date that you were looking for. You know what I mean? Because yeah. they would they would book and like get their fast pass and then oh we're gonna cancel like they may have even done it the same day for all we know right Good. Um, yeah that would have been pretty obvious right. but they may have made it less obvious but, I, but well I think you know to get your money back you have to cancel outside of seven days right right so so if you want to make it less obvious I guess you'd wait oh it's about a week away yeah hey, I think we'll cancel right exactly so seven yeah interesting. It'll be interesting to see how this shakes out over time with uh, resort uh, hotel room availability, if it's going to be a little bit better or not. But yeah. I'll say this. I'm looking at this coming Saturday right now on the app as we're recording this. Uh, Big Thunder is still available. Haunted Mansion still available in the morning. Jungle Cruise yeah. is still available first thing in the morning. 9 a.m. Fast Pass is available. The new Mickey and Minnie one is very popular. I've seen it. Peter Pan's flight is still available for the day. It's later in, much later in the day, but it's still available. Space Mountain is still available. Splash Mountain is still available. The only thing that is currently unavailable is Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. As of just a couple of days from now, you can still get Peter Pan. You can still get Space Mountain. Those kind of things... I personally, in the past year or so, have never seen available that close to the day. Right. So it's very rarely. Apparently, apparently has has opened up quite a bit of fast passes. So. And you were just on. looking at Magic Kingdom. Then, yeah, right? just Magic Kingdom. No. Now again, I I when I looked personally at things like 
Animal Kingdom, I you know, Flight of Passage was not available, and Slinky Dog was not available. But those those are understandably not not gonna be available. Yeah, I'm looking at Animal Kingdom. Not much is. There's still a lot of like Everest and Dinosaur Nemo, Tough to Be a Bug, Primeval World, Rivers of Light, Upgrade, Bird Adventure is still available for Hollywood Studios. Basically everything but Toy Story Land is available. All the Toy Story Lands are broke, but I can st- I can get an early morning Tower of Terror. Uh, hmm. Rock and Roller Coaster is still available. So some of them. I'm curious are, about are Frozen because it was actually becoming more available than it used to. Anyway, right. uh, you see looking, any available? I'm seeing Soren is still available. Test Track in the morning is still available for this coming. Yeah, Saturday. pretty mm. obvious that there are a lot of people just yeah. totally. Totally, um, Frozen is not taking advantage of this. Yeah, Yeah. Frozen's the only one I don't see, but you know, still the the most sought after fast passes are still going to be mostly hard to get. But to be able to even seize like Seven Dwarfs Mine Train within 30 days, that's very rare. So, yeah, interesting. Well, you know, and you had guests that were legitimately always planning on staying on the on the property. Yeah, and they like couldn't get the. Mm -hmm fast pass that they wanted and you know it's just it's not right that you book with the intention yeah of canceling and right. get the fast pass and exactly. then just go stay somewhere cheaper i mean i get that disney's expensive i get that you were trying to find a way to make the best experience possible right. but i mean it's just it's not right when other people are you know just going through doing it right planning on doing this right. and they, they did it specifically resort. Yeah. yeah, for that sixty-day booking window, they deserve to have that little those that extra time. Yeah. If you're going to have the system, period. That's part of you what know? you're paying for when you're staying at a Disney resort is that right. extra window of time. But right, and you know, if you're going to have such a system in place, then that needs to be available to the the people that are paying to stay. Yeah. So. That's my two cents worth. And I imagine what a lot of people were doing was booking Fort Wilderness. I I heard, I remember a year or two ago, it seemed like Disney closed a loophole with Fort Wilderness because you could, you know, the the cheapest accommodation you can get at Disney is a campsite that is, you know, can be as cheap as 70 bucks a night for just, you know, a campsite. And, um, People were booking those and not showing up. I don't know if they were able to cancel that. Maybe they closed that loophole earlier. But I feel like I heard something about them closing that loophole prior to this one. But uh, this one obviously was a big deal because, like I said, a lot of fast passes are available now. <laughs> if you go on the app now, take a look. Yeah, well, like you, we talked about before about the Fort Wilderness thing, about you could just stay there and say you were staying there and not really stay there. <laughs> yeah, mean, that's what I'm wondering, uh, though. You can't yeah. do a mobile check-in for for a campsite, so you have to show up yeah. to check in. I wonder if they know if you haven't checked in, do they automatically cancel you or something? Or that's, I'm curious about that one because... Or like we said before, or just check in, and since you have the option of setting up a tent, just set one up and never stay in it. Right. You know what's but the then, difference? Yeah, but you're still paying, you know, seventy bucks a night or whatever it is for it. Um, I don't know. But well, let's just let's say this for instance. Okay, you're paying seventy bucks a night for that, and you go, 
find a cheaper hotel for the same price, you're still spending less than you would to stay right. at All Star. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. yeah. So. To some extent, yeah. And the first time we've seen Disney discount Fort Wilderness was this year during like the, the free dining and everything. They actually are discounting campsites during July and August, I think. Something like that, yeah. the, the hottest times of the year. Well, yeah, because during July and August, you're basically making yourself a human <laughs> oven. Frying egg, fried egg. Yes. But interesting, though, that we've never seen them discount it before, and now they are, so maybe that was a in preparation of like, okay, no one's going to be booking this anymore. <laughs> we need people to actually book it and actually use it. And as the story says, it's not surprised that this new policy goes into effect mere months before Galaxy's Edge yeah. opens. And of course, you know, we're saying December, we're thinking. It just yeah. says late fall. Right. Once they get an actual date, though, you got to think we're still six, seven months probably outside of the booking window. <clears throat> yeah. Um, it'll be very interesting to see h how Disney's servers passage. hold up 60 days from when Galaxy's Edge opens because once that FastPass window opens for Galaxy's Edge, Disney servers are going to crash at 7.01 a.m. whenever <laughs> that happens. Uh, maybe. Happen. I don't know. Yeah. I, I got a feeling, I mean, I'm, this, could be, and this could be a pretty bold prediction. I have a feeling... That the opening of Galaxy's Edge, even though it will be a big thing and be busy, I wouldn't be surprised if it still falls short of expectations. Hmm. I just, I don't know. It's, it seems like the whole hype has lost steam as time goes on. Now, the attractions themselves actually look pretty good, and I'm sure there'll still be a lot of people want to check them out, but when it's all said and done, I feel like they've just put too high of expectations on this as far as the payoff. And I, I mean, I I could be wrong, and I you know very easily, but there's something, there's just this little voice that tells me that their expectations they've set the bar a little too high, hmm. and they're gonna fall short of what where they've set. So, well, we'll get a know. preview of what Walt Disney World is gonna be like when Disneyland's opens in a few months. So, right, we shall see how their booking how window is really close. Yeah, of course, or their fast pass window. <laughs> You can't really do that, though. <laughs> yeah, you can't really do that there. Uh, I don't know. How, do they, how does their FastPass system work now? It's still just pay, like pay, yeah, or they paper. They still have the paper unless there. you pay for the MaxPass. So you have which, to go the day of. Yeah. So that, that's going to be interesting. Well, it'll be interesting there to see how early will the line form on that day that it does open. You know, like how okay. early, what's the earliest someone will be in line? Yeah. I mean, oh. as early as you can, I imagine. <laughs> The, I'm gonna as go, soon I'm, as park closes the day prior, <laughs> I'm gonna have to go like searching for YouTube videos, like when that happens, because you know somebody's gonna be live streaming or something on oh, yeah. Twitter or YouTube or something, yeah, out there whenever this happens. That's so be interesting. I think it'd be fun just to watch the people that are doing it. You know, if Resort TV One will probably put somebody out there. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. I don't know if they get, do they do California ever. I mean, because they're they probably they might for this. You never know. Because they do a lot of live streams. Fresh baked will be yeah. out there for sure. Yeah, but I mean, it'll be interesting to see when people start streaming and what they if they're like streaming, like how early, like the fact that they're there, like the whoever's the first one in line, are they right. going to post it all over social media? Adam the Woo might be out there. Yeah, for that. I don't. I find it hard to believe Adam will. 
like, do opening day. Yeah, he do doesn't stream stuff. Yeah, he yeah. streams occasionally, very rarely, but he might. For well, I mean, so extreme that he would try to be like the first person or something. I find yeah. that hard to believe. Yeah, he doesn't seem like the type to do that. Fresh baked definitely would though. And I don't think Adam gets too many media invites, uh, unlike his friend Tim. So right, yeah, not yet. By the way, <laughs> he you, usually gets band slips. <laughs> yeah, I I will I'll plug since I've already said it several times. Fresh baked, they do a, a weekly thing they call the knot hole gang where they try to see the galaxy's edge construction from different vantage points around disneyland oh, it's pretty gotcha. they, they they i like watching those just because they they point out a lot of interesting things when they see it so uh, check it out on youtube all right so that uh brings us to the end of our weekly news show as always you can find us on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at TWTM Podcast. And as always, we have a Spreadshirt store, which you can get your exclusive TWTM merchandise. We have had a few new items recently. Go check that out at shop.spreadshirt.com slash TWTM Podcast. We also have a website, which is travelingwiththemouse.com. You can email us, podcast at travelingwiththemouse.com. We also have links there to everything we've mentioned including our patreon page which we have a new thing posted where we talked about the most googled questions about walt disney world check that out patreon.com slash twtm podcast so for adam i am john this has been traveling with the mouse and we will see you on our next trip